0: This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people send you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Rodgers is streaking ahead and he's onside. Beautiful play. That is that. What a good shot. Post for Shearer, goal! McLaughlin has it, oh deflection, and a goal! It's to Mitchell, it's another goal! Incredible! Huffle! Taylor has scored, and that surely means it's the Premier League for Swindon Town now! Fantastic goal by Jan Otto. Parkin! Austin Gary.
0: I will win this league anyway. Richard, he's hit it. It's Craig Lee! Bernie Doyle strikes again. And a brilliant goal! Hi, Rich. How are you? Oh, I am really well. Thank you very much for asking. And I love a bonus pod. I really do. So thank you for coming on to discuss such a noble endeavour. Well, that's really kind of you to
1: say. Yeah, uh, Green Football Weekend is coming around again, everyone. And it's almost becoming a tradition now, uh, which is really good. I mean, I myself was only aware of it a couple of years ago. But yeah, this is the Second time um, that we're backing it in a significant way, which is great.
0: Fantastic. And I look forward to learning about this. Uh, we're recording on Zoom, so do forgive any background noise. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure you're all used to it by now, but apologies in advance. Before we get into Green Football Weekend, let's talk about Swindon Town. You know the drill. I, I love to hear about origin stories of town supporters and how well, how they started out so what's a guy like you doing following a
1: wonderful club like this well it's uh it is a wonderful cl- football club and yeah i'm a i'm a swindonian born and bred yeah i became aware of the football club naturally of course at um lawn junior school as it was back then back in the Uh, late 80s. Lou Makari's kids went there, which was great. And uh, yeah, there were many, many of my classmates and my yearmates were very into football and several of them as well into Swindon Town. And it was a glorious period, really, that era. I first became aware of them at infant school and the Tuesday night game, my my um year two primary school teacher uh was a season to get older back then, and she told us that we'd beaten Chester in I don't know when that was 85, 86, and we were going up, I think, from the old fourth division into the third. I think I need to get my history right. So, yeah, so very much interested in it. And yeah, my cousin was also hugely interested in football as well. So I mean he was a Chelsea he's he, he was a Chelsea support because he lives in London um but they were down one weekend so dad and his dad took us both to our first Swindon Town game in November 1988 um it was against my dad's team Ipswich Town uh Swindon in classic Swindon style were, were leading 2-1 with 10 minutes to go before losing 3-2 and a great great named player called Romeo Zondervan scored a brace for Ipswich near the end and those goals are on YouTube and also via uh, Rich Banyard's great website.
0: That Rich Banyard really does the Lord's work, doesn't he? You've you've answered so many of my questions in that great summary. Gosh, you had to wait a couple years before getting to go to a game when Thinking about that Chester win, which you were spot on about, so no need to doubt yourself, Chris. It was the famous Division Four title-winning season, but you
1: had to wait a couple more years, despite the club being right there on your doorstep. Yes, that's right. Yeah, um, yeah. I was a, I'm a, I'm an August birth, if you see what I mean. So um, I was quite slight in stature and um, very nesh as well. So while I love sport now and I love playing sport and all of the aspects of that sport came late to me, but I was fascinated by, it. you know, you could see the floodlights like many um, people could around the town on on a weeknight. You could hear the crowd. Uh, Your classmates would talk about the game if they'd been at school. And I thought, yeah, I, I want to go along. And it was November '88. Kylie and Jason had just got married in Neighbours, which um, many of us had taped on our VCRs. Um, it was a historic time, Rich, in, in the history of the country, to be honest with you. And yes, yeah, so, um, yeah, Swindon played it, Switch, and it was a great, great game. Great game.
0: Oh, some wonderful pop culture references there. I don't mind that at all, talking to me at my level, that's for sure. Perhaps, perhaps our
1: Rise Up The Leagues, were somehow linked to Kylie Minogue and
0: Jason Donovan.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. That kind of Stock Aitken <laughs> and Waterman years, um, you know, probably all the way up to Britpop, were, were our best years as a Swindon Town supporter, I would say. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I, I'm
0: I, I'm just forever envious that I wasn't old enough to appreciate Macari, Adiles and Hoddle. I started going as I've said before under our dealers but who am I kidding I'm a I'm a child of the McMahon era of what a thought
1: that is so yeah so anyway who
0: are your all-time Swindon Town heroes?
1: Yeah um, I mean you know definitely Glenn Hoddle you know that side the 92 93 side really um, were were absolutely tremendous um you know Yanaga was sensational uh, once he started scoring. You know, at Ipswich, in fact, um, uh, he couldn't stop. Uh, that was, yeah, that was a great time. Yeah, just that that sense, really, of some great players. You know, players like Colin Calderwood. Um, yeah, Glenn Hoddle, Sean Taylor, Paul Bowden, uh, Fraser Digby, of course. That that huge, that brilliant back line. Um, and the talented midfielders we had, you know, Stummerby, Monker, Ling, um, tremendous that was that was probably my favorite side i think wonderful times wonderful wonderful times yeah almost too good
0: wasn't it almost too good over our long and proud history we have two defining eras really that cram so much in the late 60s early 70s and then the mid to late 80s and the
1: early 90s, share the love, Swindon Town, for goodness sake. Yeah. Um, and of course, I think what you know, when you're that age as well, you think that you're gonna be in and around um those couple of divisions for a long time. Um and you know, while you, you know, you um experienced 90 uh when was it 94, 95? You know, we came straight back the following season. And then, yeah, after 2000, we've knocked on the door a few times, but ah, it's just remained closed, but it would be lovely to be, well, firstly, back in League one again, um, first of all, and back in the championship at some point would be would be immense and taking taking our brilliant away following uh, of of, you know, that would that would just multiply to three or four thousand, probably, um, every fortnight away to these great, great grounds. You know that would be sensational to to visit lots of these great clubs, but yeah. So we've fallen on slightly me- more meagre times now, but it, it's been a, certainly an interesting. It's been an interesting few years. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Well, yes, that's that's one way of putting it. I was going to say we wouldn't swap it for anything in the world, but <laughs> that would probably be a lie. Uh, I tell you what, though, going up into the championship now would look and feel a lot like the Premier League compared to how we left it in 2000. I hope and pray for the day.
1: Yeah. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile.
0: With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices
1: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
0: Hi, this is Jan Fjotsoft and welcome and I'm on Loathe Strangers. It's so hard for a Norwegian. Love strangers. Right then, well, we're not here to talk about Swindon Town of yesteryear and I will end up talking about it for a long time. So we'll move on because we are here to talk about Green Football Weekend. And yourself, Chris, you've done the circuit in recent weeks, appearing on other podcasts and you've been working the room within the Legends Lounge and the County Hotel. You've been doing your thing. But I guess we start off with the most basic of questions. What is Green Football Weekend.
1: Yeah, so uh, Green Football Weekend is an initiative that was started. I, th- I I don't know when it was started, but certainly three or four seasons ago, maybe. Um, but I only became really aware of it last season in a bigger way. I think the initiative was started by our friends down the road at the New Lawn by Dale Vince, getting uh, together with partners um, in the broadcasting world and different big sponsors as well getting supporters around the country just to think about to think about their carbon footprint but in a really fun way so there's no preachy element to it which is really important but yeah it's just to encourage fans to think you know are there alternatives and is it worth trying out an alternative and um you know maybe even changing a habit um, or trying something different to, to the normal routine, if you see what I mean. But it's done in a really fun way. There are loads of prizes available. It's really accessible for everybody. And yet yeah, it's a very good initiative.
0: It must be hard, though, not to be preachy or not to give off this feeling of being preachy. I've had a look around and this sort of topic generally does, for whatever reason, create a kind of cynicism from people. Why do you think that there is this level of cynicism for, for incentives like this when the goal is to
1: try and make the world a better place? I don't know. I don't know whether it's because people think we perhaps as individuals are really, really small and therefore we can't effect change or we see um people in positions of power and responsibility who maybe are a little bit hypocritical and people are thinking well if they don't change them why should we or or i think maybe as well you know it just fits in with quite the quite the zeitgeist at the moment of you're absolutely right of of a little bit of cynicism etc but on the other hand when you see uh I think when you see young people who are really enthusiastic and who really want to make a difference and really want to drive things and change things for the better, then, yeah, I'm just so inspired by um, their enthusiasm and their passion for this issue.
0: And what are people doing for this weekend and what have they been doing over the years?
1: Yeah, well, the theme of this weekend is... um, Having a look at vegetarian options, vegetarian food options. Now that could potentially be um, having a look at produce local to um, Wiltshire or the West Country. Um, so, in other words, looking at food miles. Uh, that could be, um, yeah, just trying something, swapping swapping a normal meal for meat eating meal for a, a vegetarian meal that could be even just upping the amount of fruit fruit or veg that somebody normally has during the day um so yeah so it's it's thinking about different foods um swindon town football club and the media team there uh, have been really really good in um suggesting some um recipes for the Green Football Weekend uh, cookbook. And if um, supporters go on to the website, www.greenfootballweekend.com, um, you can see Dokes's recipe. Uh, and Jess Graham from Swindon Town Women has also got a recipe on there. And um, so has Archie Milne as well from Swindon Town Academy. So, uh, yeah, there are great recipes from um, our Swindon Town players to try uh these recipes can be found most clubs most of the 92 clubs have put at least one player forwards uh swindon have put three so of course alphabetically we're near the back of the book um but yeah go and check it out because it's really really good really good oh any other interesting names from that cookbook well i'm i'm sure that i'm sure that there are um but I have skipped through. I've, I've been uh, a bit naughty and rushed through. Yeah, I get it. Just want to focus on Dokes, Jess
0: Graham and Archie Mills recipes all about the Swin. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Um, moving on, I, I notice that the website has Swindon Town sitting in 11th in the Green Football Weekend leaderboard. What's that
1: all about? So, yeah, so um, fans can um, go and make pledges. And I'd really encourage um, anybody to do that. And thank you to many supporters who have done that already. Um, it's it's tremendous that we're sitting 11th, you know, little old Swindon. We're 11th in the, in the team, in the table at the minute, um, up against different clubs from around the country. We're beating many Premier League and Championship clubs at the minute, even though our fan base is quite small um and has you know even even you know we've got a few uh you know things aren't going um both on and off the pitch as as, as well as we would like currently um it's really good that swindon are 11th so yeah please go to that website go to greenfootballweekend.com um uh click on uh, make a pledge and yeah have a think about things you can do to um make a pledge and score green goals so Mm -hmm. it might be that you walk and cycle perhaps um to the Salford game in a couple of weeks time it might be that you try a vegetarian meal this weekend it might be that you turn the thermostat down a couple of degrees in this very mild late January weather we're having at the minute um there are several things on there that you can that you can do and that you can pledge so Every person who pledges, every supporter and fan that pledges uh, will help Swindon get the points to keep either keep that position of 11th or further climb up that table.
0: Yep, Bristol City, Liverpool, Sunderland, Arsenal, Bournemouth, where they should be behind us, Portsmouth, QPR, Southampton, Newcastle, all
1: in our dust. So... They're in our dust there, there. Yeah, that's right. We are sprinting ahead at the moment oh. which is great news yeah Wrexham down in
0: 37th pathetic we see you <laughs> joke of a club
1: <laughs> all of their resources and uh and yeah um so yeah so it's really no it's really really good and yeah thank you to everybody at the club all of the podcasts including yourselves of course all of the media and yeah and to every supporter as well at the moment who's who's backed us and to everybody who's going to back us as well in the days um to come and of course
0: newport county away this weekend a nice easy one for sustainable transport options and we'll be all taking the train and so forth
1: that's right and um or or sas coaches or yeah grand again a great opportunity to uh car share if you haven't um ever done that before you know get a, get two or three supporters together see whether you can car share to that particular game Um, You know, an hour down the road to Newport, an hour back, uh, what's not to like? And yeah, again, a very short journey to, uh, yeah, a very, very short journey to go to um, down the, you know, into North Wales, into South Wales. So, yeah, very good.
0: What are the short term goals or indeed gains from this project? Because a lot of the focus relating to many of the topics that the Green Football Weekend are concerned with is widely discussed about the future future decades generations and so on so you get this sort of naive resistance of that doesn't impact me what what are the short term impacts of this sort of incentive is it simply to keep the conversation going or for many start the process
1: that's exactly right it's it's to get people thinking about small behavior changes that they can do so You know, uh, for example, that car share might then become a habit. Going on SAS travel might then become a habit. Uh, Using the train and looking at um, split rail fares, for example, on one of the, you know, trying to get very, very cheap deals in advance could then become a habit. Um, Yeah, uh, cycling or walking a lot more uh, to gains on on a very mild Saturday or a very dry, dry and mild Tuesday night could well become a habit. It's just, it's getting fans, getting people thinking about that. um, Yeah. Okay. Sometimes, you know, jumping in your car might be the quickest option, the easiest option for you, but it has so many other benefits other than the environmental ones. It has cost benefits. It gets you fitter. If you walk and you cycle, There are, you know, there are other, uh, you know, huge amounts of other benefits other than other than the one that just immediately springs to mind in terms of the environment. So, yeah, whatever any supporter can do, uh, whether that's changing their food habits, thinking about heating, thinking or even longer, you know, even more substantial things like swapping to solar power, um, uh, not flying anywhere for a year, any dramatic changes like that. If, if tens, then hundreds, then thousands of fans and nationwide across the 92 clubs and all of the league clubs, if people can then think about it and all of the media coverage that there's going to be this weekend, you know, it, it, I think that this thing will will start to grow and grow. You know, the, the BBC have got, have started the Green Awards last year, the Green Sports Awards. Um, Pat Cummins, the Australia cricket captain, won one of them these kinds of things are growing in momentum all of the time which is which is really good and not in my opinion not before time either indeed long-term listeners don't you worry
0: long-term listeners of the podcast will be wondering how on earth i can participate as i do enjoy the food at tiny rebel in newport but don't you worry folks i've had a look and they do have a plant-based menu so no worries (laughs) no worries here i can travel sustainably and go vegetarian if i was to choose to fabulous stuff. yeah good okay before we go because this is a mini pod to promote your fine work is there anything else that you'd like to cover in relation to green football weekend or indeed your own work with swindon town and sustainability
1: yeah um so um I, I, I um, very fortunately as well have started the Swindon Town um, Green Robins fan supporters group. If anybody would like to uh, join or stay in touch with that, we've got a Twitter handle. So please look up at Green Robins STFC and join. Um, please feel to feel free to like, retweet, reply to any tweets um, that I put out um, as well. Please. Feel free, if anybody wants to just help me out occasionally with with a couple of initiatives, um, please um, do get in contact as well. I was on the trust board until fairly recently looking at environment and sustainability. I know that this is something as well, I think, that the club wants to push forwards. Um, There are a couple of initiatives we're planning for um, April. We're going to have another um, travel to the game sustainably Saturday, either against... Wimbledon or um, Morecambe so on the 13th or the 27th of April we haven't finalised the details for that you know the hour will have gone forwards by then we'll be into British summertime there should be better days ahead in terms of the weather there may well be you know for the supermarine friendly for example in July that we may well have a, a a cycle ride over to marine and back perhaps on the day of that match So, yeah, so there'll be about three or four different initiatives, maybe a year, where, you know, we're going to have some fun. We're not going to be preachy. We're not going to be in supporters' faces. But if people want to back us, that's great. If people don't, then that's fine as well. We're going to be very chilled about it, but we're going to have some fun along the way, and that's the most important thing. Fun and Swindon Town Football Club. It
0: sounds good to me. Chris... That was really interesting. Thank you. Good luck to everyone taking part and a big thanks to you for coming on to talk about it.
1: Yeah, thanks ever so much, Rich. And and yeah, keep up the great work. You and the team with the Low Stranger podcast. Yeah, it's been fabulous these last four or five years since I've been listening. So thanks very much.
0: The Low Strangers is an independent supporters podcast. The views given do not reflect those of Swindertown Football Club or their official partners. The music is provided by the great Matthew Kilford and the podcast logo was created by the most splendid Matt in Singapore. Thanks for listening. Come on you Reds! Come on dead.